You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. We're going to jump right into our show and start with our grateful moment. Evan, the birthday boy, what are you grateful for this week? I'm grateful to celebrate my third, third birthday. It's been a blessing and happy. Look forward to many more years. Amen. Happy birthday again. Phil, what are you grateful for this week? I'm grateful for my family and I'm grateful for that. I have to show a certain person that I'm not an old man and I'm still able to get buckets in the paint with or without one hand. Uh, and thank God my x-ray came out negative. That was only a, a, a it was a sprain, not a broken bone playing basketball one-on-one. <clears throat> okay. And, um, you know, tell our listeners. First of all, let, let's clarify. Ooh. This was not a one-on-one game. This was not a one-on-one game. <laughs> He's adding facts that are, are just straight alternative facts. He's trumping us right now. And number two, when when you hack, you get grown man moves on you. Yeah. Hey, like facts. I said, I, I won. And that's what counts. <laughs> <laughs> so and, and and Phil, tell our listeners, uh, what player were you playing like in this um, game? You know, at first I thought I could summon the old school, but I had to go KD on him. I had to do KD on him. <laughs> That's the problem. I had to do the best of the best. So it was a KD. You know, <laughs> I didn't have the hair to show it, but I just pop them, pop them everywhere, stop them, pop them. That's what I do. But Yay. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the team. Mm. I hear that. I hear that. Kelvin, what are you grateful for this week? What's up, everybody? I am grateful that Embiid's knee is holding up (laughs) Uh, for number one. But uh, honestly, besides that, you know, I'm just grateful for uh, my family getting through another week and some projects that need to get done this week. And uh, everything seemed to be moving. So I'm grateful for production and and everything like that. Awesome. Awesome. And Alan, Alan, our producer, I want him to jump in and give us a grateful moment today. So Alan, what are you grateful for? What's going on, y'all? I am grateful to be an Aggie. Um, (laughs) When it comes to our track and field at North Carolina A&T State University, uh, the men and the women finished top five in the nationals this weekend. The men finished third and the women finished fourth. Uh, we had uh, some groups and individuals finished uh, with the 100 and 200 uh, national titles as well as the 4 by 400 So I'm just grateful to be an Aggie because that's what Aggies do. Shout out to HBCUs. Um, that's great news. And I am grateful for, well, I'm always grateful for life, grateful for our opportunity um, to be on the earth and not in the earth. Um, But I'm just thankful to God. Um, I am seeing him working behind the scenes again. I remember a year ago, um, my listeners, um, you guys were with me when I made the transition from public service, kind of in the healthcare space. And that was like a, a really big jump for me. Um, but there's some things kind of going on behind the scenes where um, I feel like God is, is pushing me to another level within the healthcare space. So I'm really, really grateful. Um, I don't deserve all the goodness that God gives to me, um, 
but I'm, I'm just really exciting. So hopefully in the next couple of months, I'll have some new news for everyone, but I'm just grateful for um, God's blessings in this arena. Let us jump right into our show. Um, congrats, Dion. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Let's jump right into our show and start with these round two recaps. So we're going to start in the East, like we usually do. And we're going to go Philly and Atlanta. Um, my understanding is that what is that series? Is it three games or did they play four games? Two one, two one. Okay, two one. Mm -hmm. um, and Philly is up to one. So my question for the guys, mainly for Kelvin and Evan, um, what do you see happening in the series? Do you think Atlanta is going to make some noise? Do you think Philly is just going to kind of close this out the way we expect them to? What are your thoughts? I think Atlanta might get one more game, but um, I think what has been evident um, in this series, and really for the last two series, the Sixers are clearly better than the competition they're playing against. And we're, we're heading towards a cataclysmic battle between Brooklyn and Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, so this, this series goes as far as my guy's knee. Um, if he's not healthy, if that meniscus is starting to give him problems, we have problems. Um, like Evan said, I can easily see them winning another game, possibly the one today, just because, you know, we still, we don't have the best defense for Trey Young. And plus we don't really have our rotations down. So it's a good series. It's a great test for us. Um, but you know, I don't, I'm not confident in saying we just head and shoulders over Atlanta. Cause I think Atlanta is playing good basketball, especially when Trey Young's hitting shots and they're hitting shots. So, you know, if Embiid's healthy, then we should be good. Hold on, hold on. I, I, I disagree about this Trey Young. I think, I think you're giving a little bit too much credit I, on the basis that Ben Simmons has easily put him in, put him in his little boy place. I mean, Trey Young's 5'11", Ben Simmons is 6'10", and can move as fast as Trey Young. And so, I think Matisse Thibel and Ben Simmons have done a, a really good job def defending Trey Young. Hence, he since the first game, he has not killed us. I mean, the reality is with this series, uh, Atlanta has only beat us in one half. After that first half, Sixers have been the better team, uh, head and shoulders above. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, no, 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 he, he just rebuttaled me. So I got. I, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let me come and say this. I, I I'm giving Trey Young his due praise. Um, he's not seeing one-on-one -on -one coverage. So Ben Simmons, as though, although I love him as an elite defender, you we have to realize he's never going to play him straight up. There's always going to be a pick and roll situation going on. So that's dependent. That's dependent on how they play the pick and roll. Uh, straight up, I, I I agree with you. I feel like we we have Thibault and them that can make his shots tough. But this is not NBA. Is all about how you play and adjust to the pick and roll. So if Embiid, like I said, is not is struggling on the pick and roll defense, maybe because his, 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 his knee, whatever the situation is, I think it all comes down to him offensively and defensively. So I agree with you partly, but I, I still feel like I'm giving Trey Young his due respect. He's scared. Um, with or without Embiid, a 76ers win this series. You have ability to take men and move them at the five and still be effective and still move them anywhere. They just got hot 
and cocky. Um, the 76ers took took um, Atlanta for granted, thought they were just a you know another roadkill, but they were shocked. After that, you clearly saw the only quarter they have won out of the three games they played was the first quarter in the first game. And it seems that the team that wins the first quarter in the first game of this series wins the series. Atlanta won one, and they won game one. 76ers won game two and three. So my thing is this. Trey Young, yes, he's good. And, and all his sneaky plays, you know, his 5'11 frame makes him look great. He could shoot. But all you need to do is, like, I do agree with you, Kelvin, that pick and roll is dangerous for him because he knows how to manipulate the refs, manipulate the, 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 the play in the sense of having the player behind him stop, grab the foul, so players will play a little off of him. Ben is big enough to move, move as quickly, like Evan said, get in front of him, wingspan to block him from the side. So I'm not worried about that. In this series, Embiid could literally sit down. He's unstoppable in this series, but he could sit down and yeah, will still win this series. Maybe it goes seven games versus five games, which I'm calling this a gem and sweet. Hint, hint. So don't worry about that. I'm not worried about it. And 76 is thank you for, for shutting Atlanta up. Thank you. You define a gentleman's sweep for us, please. Five games. Five games. Over in five games, like I called it in the last couple of the series. That's it. Atlanta's not winning no more games. So my understanding of a gentleman's sweep, just as a side tidbit, would be losing the first game and winning the next four. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, if, if they throw a game in the middle of it, I mean, it's not, te- and this is just me being t- a technical lawyery <laughs> yeah. person. It's not technically a gentleman's sweep, but I get what you're saying. I it's think- a wrap. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree. I think this series is over in five. I mean, I don't, the 70 set serves are playing at a much higher level than Atlanta. And as everyone mentioned, it was that second quarter first quarter into second quarter of the first game that really defined the tone of that initial game but I just I don't know I don't see it are, are you saying what Phil's saying with or without MB we still just we just dominate this series no 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 no, no 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 oh, so no no needs to be on the on the floor so what happens not if he's not on the floor do you think y'all win this series no no oh, you crazy I think I we don't think lose so. this. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a coin flip if you're not on the floor. It's a coin flip. Who's going to... St- you have... you crazy. I, I You crazy. Ben Simmons, they, if long as, like I said, Ben Simmons, you could throw him at the five. He, so where's the scoring from, Philip? Where's the scoring coming from? Right. Where's point? Wait to get... You have Tabaris, Harris, Harrison. Yeah, yeah, Harris. You have Maxi. You have... Maxi didn't even play last game, dude. You said Steph, Steph could throw in, Steph given the opportunity, he could, he could give you another like, 25, 25 points, 30. But said, you can't take a 40 piece out of Embiid <laughs> and, and just sit here and be like, yeah, like let's take out our most dominant player, the most dominant player on in that series. And it's, it's just going to be a walk in the park win. I don't agree with that. He's getting a double team, Bill. He's getting double team. I'm not team. saying it will be a walk in the park. I said they will probably go to a seven. Why? Because I trust, I trust the process. I trust what, what? You trust the process? <laughs> wait, wait, I trust the process. What? Based upon, listen. Cue the do-rag. It, 
Cue the do-rag. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Listen, they have enough weapons to, 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 they play, to play defense, to hold these shooters and move around where MB, yes, MB is unstoppable. I'm not saying he's less of a person and so forth, but this, with this team, this max matchup, it's not that hard for the 76ers. 76ers have proved they could win without MB, especially this type of series. So they've done it all season long. I know playoff is different. It is team, different. It is different, they, but they really then, go ahead, Dion. And and but but they have, I mean, based on what we see in the like Embiid is like the thermostat who comes in and changes the whole temperature of the game. It's like you take him out. Yeah, Atlanta is probably gonna win this series. I think I I I beg to differ. So I hope this never comes to fruition and no, we just move forward. Of course. Move forward. I want the 76ers to beat up on Atlanta because the yes. Knicks were unable to do it. I mean, beat them to a pope into submission. And then, then that'll make me happy. And then Atlanta will lose to Brooklyn Knicks. I'm Brooklyn Nets, sorry. The Brooklyn Nets. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Like I like Phil. I want Philly to avenge the Knicks. So let's go 76ers. I'm not going to get on this podcast and be like, I'm trusting the process though. Like that is too far <laughs> for me. Um, but let's move on. Uh, let's talk about the Nets and the Bucks. That series is two one game four will be played today. Later on today. Um, the Nets won the first two games. The Bucks won this last game. And my question for the team is like, are you concerned about this last win by the Bucks? Do you think they can steamroll ahead and, and kind of finish Brooklyn up? Or um, what do you see happening with that? I'm just preparing to go to Brooklyn for the parade. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to go to that the parade. Brooklyn won a championship. Could you imagine? Oh, I need to step back. I'm sorry. Let me step back from the finals, conference finals, and actually think about this game. Oh, please. Brooklyn was toying around and, 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 and allowing everyone to have fun, and they just played too much games. And the funny part about this last game, Brooklyn wasn't shooting well. They was not shooting well, and they still lost by three. So what that tells me, one, Brown, know your role. If KD is on the floor, you run and put that ball in his hand. You do not take the last shot. You make sure he get that ball early. I don't care the whole play was discombobulated. You make sure you get that ball to KD. Don't ever, ever again take the last shot. I don't care you're the last person on the court. You find KD in the locker room and pass him the ball. I'm not worried. We're fine. Congratulations, Milwaukee. You just saved your coach uh, uh, his job for the year. So, I mean, I think something interesting, I think, ha has emerged, I think, in this series. So, a couple of things. Um, one, it seems to me that Brooklyn has lost its first two games on the road. So, it lost to, uh, to Boston the first game on the road and lost to Milwaukee the first game on the road. Now, obviously, Milwaukee and, and, and uh, Boston are, less, are lesser talents. Uh, and so, I'm interested to see um how they will fare on the road against greater talents also I, I think Phil should slow his role because um James Harden still is out with that hamstring injury and the thing about these hamstring injuries I think this is probably going to be with them the rest, rest of the playoffs um 
And if you play a healthy Philadelphia team, it's going to be a tougher series than I think Phil's thinking. Uh, is not healthy in the discussion. I mean, Embiid well, sure is playing health. Like, I, yeah, Embiid is dominating still. So, I mean, it is what it is. Go ahead, Kel. Yeah, so um, this series is, uh, I mean, we, we can just see that one team is just, offensively superior than the other team. Um, but one thing that I think Evan is, is kind of pointing to and alluding to it, that the role players for Brooklyn don't show up as well on the road. And KD was going to be KD. You know, he didn't have his best shooting game that game, but he did enough to keep him in the game and did enough to win the game. Kyrie needed to step it up. He didn't have any help that game. But we talk about the shots that Brooklyn missed. They've been missing shots on the road, their role players at least. Um, Milwaukee missed a ton of shots. And plus, they couldn't get into a, a succinct offense at all. Now, to me, it goes two ways. It's just that maybe that's who you guys are. And you just got have no identity in the clutch. Or um, maybe you can make some coaching arrangements where right people had a ball in their hand. Because Giannis really just, he kind of tricked the game off. He shot like three threes in a row. It just looked really bad. So I'm wondering if they have some continuity on the offensive end and they play better and just get shots, good shots, quality shots at the basket, you know, is it a better series? So both teams just played bad in the clutch. So I'm interested to see how this game is going to look. But I do believe, like everybody else, the superior team offensively right now is showing themselves, and that's the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, and 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 I kind of, I mean, I agree with with what everyone says. Like for me, Brooklyn is clearly superior, and like even the losses, the loss they had in Boston, the loss they had this series with the Bucks. Like Brooklyn is usually playing poorly, right? And it usually takes like these Herculean efforts on the other side just to overcome. Right. You had Tatum who dropped what 50 that game, the one game that they lost. Um, Brooklyn was shooting bad, bad the last game. Like usually when they're that bad, I expect them to lose. Um, and so I mean, Brooklyn isn't gonna play bad two games in a row, three games in a row. And Milwaukee just don't have anything to stop them. So um, I, I think this series ends in five. You know, maybe if Kyrie is standing there looking at KD again, maybe they win another game. Um, the Bucks sneak in another game because I don't know what he was doing at the end. Like he was just like a spectator. Um, but I, Brooklyn is coming out of this series. Like they, I'm not sure what Milwaukee is doing. Um, I don't know. I think Giannis is trying to turn into KD, you know, like he's just <laughs> trying to hit these shots. And I'm like, that's not even your game. But I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I have to I'm wondering uh, too, um, I'm wondering too, is it time for everybody to take a second look at Giannis? You know, because we got that, him at the top tier, two-time MVP, caliber player, primary player on the team. And I'm kind of like second guessing this thing, man. I, I'm not, I don't know. Maybe it's a conversation for another day. I don't know no, if he's wrong number two on the team right now. Because right now, I mean, when I looked at the game the other day, 
after he missed those shots in the fourth quarter, you know, about five minutes left, six minutes left, mm-hmm. he was not touching the ball with two minutes left. Yeah. And you, if you that guy, then that can't be your role to not touch the ball with two minutes left. So I'm worried about aggression. I agree. And and that is a conversation we need to have. I feel like Giannis's offensive package is uh lacking. It's it's lacking. I, I definitely agree. How are you gonna pass the ball to Middleton in the last two minutes? Him, here, Middleton, please help us. Take us there. Mm-mm-mm. You gotta be the one to, to say, yo, give me the ball, spin what we need to do, get it downhill. But yeah. that's what happened when you're afraid of the big bad wolf, the Avengers, the Brooklyn Avengers. Well, I mean, I think I think to Kelvin's point, we've seen and to ignore the nonsense that 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 Phil is doing about the Brooklyn Avengers. Um, <laughs> I think to Kelvin's point, the we've seen Giannis in the playoffs for how many years? The last few, like last, three or four. I mean, last four four or five years, right? Playoffs. And 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 two year last two years he's been MVP going to the playoffs, mm-hmm. and 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 the scout report is out. You know, in the playoffs he can't do what he does in the regular season because the, the court shrinks, mm-hmm. defense is key in, and it's let's be honest, guys. If Brooklyn is locking you down, that's a problem. No facts. I mean, it's one thing when you're playing the Heat, who are defensive, you know, the defensive team, but when the Brooklyn Nets, and 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 and, and excuse me. Blake, Blake Griffin, especially, is putting you in your place. It's a problem. Yeah. No, absolutely. Because Brooklyn has been playing pretty good defense in this series. And what's surprise? I mean, I'm not saying they're complete pushovers, right? But it has surprised me. And like you said, if you have Brooklyn playing half-decent defense, you just can't win. Like, I don't care what team you are. So they need to pull that together. Let us transition over to the West, and we are going to talk about the Jazz and the Clippers. That series is 2-1. The Clippers were able to pull out a big win um, last night against the Jazz after the Jazz had their own way in games one and two. Um, Do you think the Clippers have another comeback in them? They actually started their first-round series the exact same way, down 2-0, won game three, went on to win game four. We don't know what game four will be. But do you think the Clippers can pull this out or is it a foregone conclusion and the Jazz is going to wrap this up? I I mean, honestly, what I'll say is this. I'm just happy that finally teams in in the world, in the media, us, everybody's starting to give Jazz some respect. Because I thought this was crazy. You know, I, I feel like they're not really a fluke. I feel like Donovan Mitchell was a good ball player. That's why I made the bet with you guys. I feel like uh, these guys, are, this is a good team. Me, I worry about the Clippers, to be honest. I don't like the coaching. I don't like the chemistry. It's the same old thing. I told you guys last week, I just don't trust the Clippers. That's what I said. I said, I think the Jazz is going to win because I just don't trust the Clippers. So, honestly, from a skill from a skill pound for pound with players, I, the Clippers overmatch them, you know? Um, but then you got to say skill is not just going to win these games, especially in the playoffs. It's continuity, there's uh, coaching, and these are big things that we just overlook. We just look at the star power. With, and, and believe me, these guys are great individual ISO players from Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. But obviously now we got to look. 
it takes more than that. I don't like Tyru's rotation. I just don't like the body language on these guys. I don't like the fact they don't have any leadership. And uh, they're just relying on skills. So the better team to me is the Jazz, and I still think the Jazz are going to win the series. But don't get it messed up. If the Clippers find a way to gel and have some leadership and have some right moves on the rotations, I feel like they can easily win a series too. It's a good, it's a it's an evenly matched series as far as like the teams, but I but I feel like the uh the team, the Jazz is gonna pull it out just because they're just they're just running a higher frequency with as far as the coaches and the players. I am at a perplex at this time. Um, I don't trust the Jazz, unlike Kelvin. I don't trust them. I think they're a fluke. Um, even when their first round win, I'm not really like at awe. Um, the first two wins was kind of like, okay, shell shock and the Clippers may come back. So I'm I'm gonna lean that the Clippers gonna win in seven again. And because of that, when they go to the if they I believe they're gonna go to the conference finals, they're gonna be mentally zapped. You can't do that too, which I, you know, think the Suns is going to the next round also. I don't think they have the genetic makeup or like Kelvin said, the coaching. It looked like, you know, after the game, um, Paul George said, the, the reporter asked, how, you know, how you going to get, how you got through this last game before the other two? I kept shooting. Huh? <laughs> and, he, and Paul George said, I'm going to keep shooting, keep shooting. I crowned him as vaccine P. After that statement, I think he is pandemic P. It's not about shooting. It's about adjustment, rotation. And, 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 and it's, it's literally looked like, your turn, my turn. Your turn, my turn. And you can't win like that in the playoff. You have to have organization. You have to have, you have to have like schemes. You have to know what's going on. And literally, I I think Paul George IQ is low. I think he's playing off his, his athletic ability. And I think that's been hinted by Doc Rivers. At first, I was saying, uh, I was gonna think I was thinking that yeah, basically just, you know, dislike the Clippers because your new head coach came from there. I'm starting to see what Doc Rivers was talking about and, and how it was actually a blessing for him to leave that situation. But I, I just don't trust the Jazz. That's what it comes down to. So I'm going to lean that the Clippers are going to come back. Mm, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I see the same thing that I saw in the Clippers last season that defeated attitude like the, the issue isn't talent right because the clippers don't lack talent like kelvin said and this was the same conversation we had last year in the second round against denver no leadership they don't mesh it's, it's a mess it's a mess i think the jazz is going to finish this off in six games period like this is deja vu of last year. Yeah, it's it's um it's concerning uh, to say the least because the owner thought that it was um, Doc Rivers, and now you're bringing Ty Lue, and Ty Lue is doing you know I think Ty Lue's doing a, a good job, but um the Clippers need to figure figure this out because I mean the Jazz now to Kelvin's point the Jazz are. A legitimate team. They're they're a top tier defensive team now. Uh, Rudy Gobert doesn't deserve defensive player of the year, but that's another story. But the, the Jazz are a quality defensive team. They 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 defend well. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's been playing like a man possessed. He's getting buckets, going hard. Um, but if Clippers, this should be a closer series than it is. 
Uh, but we'll see what happens. I mean, if they if they if they still if they win game two in in Los Angeles, then you know maybe it's a different conversation. But they can't keep going down in the series too well. Mm-hmm. So the crazy thing about this, I still think the Clippers can win, but the problem is they have to eliminate these bad habits, which could be the reason why they would lose this series. Now, if they played how they played last night and moved the basketball, they'll be perfectly fine. I think I said this last week, and it's literally like you see it every time that they play. Whenever the ball is moving, you can see they get quality shots. But like Kelvin mentioned, like you have PG and you have Kawhi who are great isolation players, but if everyone's just standing around, it's easy to play defense on everyone else because everyone's just standing there. They'll, they'll run one set. They'll just go to the first option and everyone's just watching. There's no player movement, no ball movement. So it, it just makes it easier for the jazz to just cue in and I'm kind of glad that Tyloo didn't make this adjustment because I've seen it coming. Rudy Gobert is not going to be a threat to you offensively. Really, you're playing five on four for the most part, unless you're using him in a pick and roll. You can't have Zubak in there with him because he's going to have to recover. You need to go smaller. So I honestly believe if if they replicate what they did last night, but they have to take that on the road, they'll be fine. And another thing about Paul George, he has to do what he did last night on the road. He's been doing this since Oklahoma City. You play well at home, but once you go on the road, you shrink. The time that you go on the road and do the same thing that you did last night when you're facing adversity, embrace the adversity. That's the only way you're going to be able to overcome this. It's really all it's going to take because once you're able to overcome that, the game becomes easier. There's no pressure because you're embracing it. Embrace the pressure you'll succeed trust me yeah yeah well we'll see I think yeah I don't know I just don't have faith in the Clippers um let us move on to the last uh round two series the Phoenix Suns and the Nuggets and I mean the Suns are up 3-0 they have dominated this series I think they sweep the Nuggets. Um, I'm curious to hear what the guys think, what they're seeing, but the Nuggets look dead in the water to me. One thing you can say is that um, is uh, Jokic has definitely been available, definitely <laughs> available mm-hmm. to take this L and get this butt whooping. Yep. Yep. Yo, the Suns are in trouble. <laughs> the Suns are the Nuggets. The Suns are, the, are in trouble. Yeah, I said that on purpose. I wanted to get a reaction. Oh, oh I was about to say, I was about to say, Phil, hand back the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, this is why I say the Suns is in trouble, okay? I'm just thinking, the so Suns need Chris Paul. Chris Paul is an injury always away, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is, the Suns are in trouble because if they don't win this year, it's a wrap for them because their best player or their most productive player is an Asian superstar. So Suns will need to figure this out long-term anyway. But it's all dependent on how healthy Chris Paul stays. And we all know he gets injured. So I'm banking on Chris Paul getting injured. Now about this series, they won this series. Uh, it's what I always said, the winner out of the Trailblazer, you remember, it's on record, the winners out of Trailblazer Nuggets series was irrelevant for me because that team was not going to win. 
The Nuggets have no identity. Who, who is your leader? What is your identity as a basketball team? I don't know neither one of those. Jokic has skill set at the five position because he can pass the ball very well. Is Joker a leader? No. Is that going to work without a true point guard we're seeing right now? No. So I'm not really looking at the Suns for this series because I think it's over. But I'm worried because Chris Paul always gets hurt. And if an aging superstar, 37, maybe 36, 37, is the guy that you need to be an engine for your franchise right now, then Suns, long term, you in trouble. But you do what you're supposed to do right now. Yeah. I disagree. Chris Paul, he could he could bite his finger and drop blood, and that place is going to be a winner. That's how much power he is. Chris Paul, yes, he does get hurt, and he already got hurt, his arm. I mean, championships he got, Phil. Since you, you dropped that listen, left, drop. Listen, I say winner. <laughs> I ain't say championship. I say winner. He makes teams oh, better. And that's what we and play he, for, just uh, to he, win. Go he, ahead. Okay. I believe that yes, this this series over. Yes, um, he's an aging superstar, but his skill set and what he brings to the team reminds me of when the Knicks had Jason Kidd on the team, and 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 fully we had a 50, 54 win se- um, season and the leadership and so forth. I think that's what Chris Paul would bring to any team. You know, um, I think that this round, yes, he's an injury away, but. These guys are young enough, strong enough, and they could carry the torch. And he just needs to be on the floor. You know, if he's off, he could kind of guide them and so forth. Uh, they're a different team. But I think with this series, it's all right. it's, they're, they're going to a conference finals. And um, whoever they play in the conference final, which we all believe would be the, we don't know between the Clippers, Jazz, and so forth, that determines, you know, that 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 game. We'll, we'll look into that in the future. But Chris Paul, I think he's fine. He found his rhythm. He kind of, if you see, he kind of scaled back. He's literally, he'll go throughout the games. He's literally waiting to take over at certain points of the game when he's needed. Other than that, he let the young boys do their job. That reminds me when I played my league, I let the young guys run up and down the court at the right time towards them. When they were, if we're leading or the lead is slipping, he comes in. If they need a little boost, he, he, he asserts himself. Towards the end of the game, if he sees anything, he inserts himself. So he's actually pacing himself throughout the game. So I expect him to, you know, minimize his probability of being injured. Seriously, dude, you just compared. We're not gonna let this slide, yo. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you let yourself be compared to and Chris Paul in the same show, yo. Like what is going on? Oh, I'm like, saying that like, as you get older, you become wiser and you pick your spots. You pick your spots, and that's what he's doing. He's picking his spots. Look at the game. He's not, remember the first series, he's so excited. He exerted himself everywhere. And so now he's just picking his spots. And he's, yeah, doing- I don't, I don't disagree with that point. I agree okay, with that. That's but we, it. Myself in Yo, this conversation. After the win I had this week, I kind of feel super special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you you guys you guys said it well. Phoenix is just playing like at such a high level right now. They're playing excellent ball. Like you you can't even deny it. And even with all of that said, I still don't see them beating the powerhouses of the East. So 
we'll see. You know, I, I think they have a good chance to come out of the West. I think they probably will. But uh, yeah, I still don't see them topping uh, 76ers potentially or Brooklyn Nets. So it is what it is. I don't care how much of a point God CP3 is. Oh, and shout out to him. I mean, I think he has like 34 assists on like three turnovers or something. I mean, that that is absolutely ridiculous numbers. Amazing. So, that is amazing Amazing. so shout shout out to chris paul not taking anything away from him but uh y'all gonna get this work in a couple of weeks come (laughs) (laughs) championship time so we'll see until next time thank you for tuning in to another episode of a lady and some dudes please remember to follow us like share we are on facebook and instagram Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.